Hello again, everybody. Your old buddy, Steve Simonson, coming back today again with another Awesomers podcast episode. Now, uh, we're on a Founder Foundations mini-series journey, and we're about midway through where I promised basically, hey, listen, I'm going to uh, carve out some time and I'm going to give you uh, a whole month worth of uh, insight and even like a blueprint on how you can create a leadership training program for your team. And each uh, episode I've broken into subject matter that you should map into your own uh, training, not just for yourself. It's a map roadmap for you, like, you know, guide you through the wilderness, but also a roadmap for your team. I'm so um, passionate about having, you know, bringing a team up and developing your team. Nothing pleases me more than when I see people that I've had the opportunity to work with over the years, and maybe they were, you know, I was the first job that they had or even just any job along the way. And I see them go on to great heights and, and accomplish great things. It, it just makes me so happy. And, and in many ways, I'm proud of them for, you know, taking those opportunities that we gave them, which was like, hey, work hard, do stuff. And along the way, you're, you're, the benefit is you're going to learn and you're going to be exposed to systems and process and, and kind of a complex um, ecosystem that, you know, is, and chaotic ecosystem in many ways that is hard to find. Like we are not a place that people go to work like in a factory and put in one rivet and then the next thing comes down and you put another rivet and the next thing, no. We're, we have a very um, wide ranging set of businesses. Certainly historically, that has been even more true, but even going forward, there are different business units that have to be intermingled with one another. And that creates kind of a fun, uh, unique way of, uh, living and and uh, being a part of a, a team because you're it's never the really the same thing. It doesn't mean there are not some things that have to be done on a daily repetitious basis, but it it also means that it's it's enough variety to to really make people who enjoy that sort of thing happy. By the way, there's plenty of people who do not like that environment. People who've worked for me who uh, very close to me as well that they've they've come in and they're like, gosh, I really want to do a, a great job, but this is just like, I can't keep track of all these spinning plates. And we're like, no problem. Sorry. We, this is not, we're not building torture chambers over here. We just, this is how we do stuff. It fits some people. It doesn't fit other people. No judgment. Um, I thank them. I appreciate them. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, as long as somebody doesn't do something with with venom or spite, then I I feel that I'm responsible for creating whatever um, a poor experience they had, you know, certainly in a in a job setting or environment. And it doesn't mean I walk around feeling guilty all day. It just means oh, we could do better. We need to rationalize and, and flesh out these processes. So today we're we're in this kind of marketing introduction phase where we've just gone through a bunch of the preceding episodes. Uh, and it brings us really to what I would think of as the the brand identity, your brand image. And there are those are two separate concepts, but I want to I want to pay close attention to both the overt and the obvious and the more subtle uh, nuanced aspects of your brand. So the brand image is is kind of clearly like the logo, right? If there's a logo, let's see, I guess it's over here. There's a logo, uh, you know, that's not so subtle. That is a brand image. Your brand identity is actually, what does that mean to the customer? It's it's not what the logo is, right? 
the logo is just a marker, literally a physical mark that you've decided, I want people to associate my brand and all the the uh, things that we represent in this little uh, digital marker or graphical mark. It could be a physical statue, I don't care. But that is a face part of the program. The identity is what people actually believe that it represents in, in their mind. Like, oh, this means, like if, if you see the Awesomers, I'll try to point to it here. If you see the Awesomers logo for the visual uh, folks at home, does that mean, oh, I'm going to learn something and maybe have a chuckle? Or does it mean this guy's boring and I don't want to tune in, right? It means something to a lot of people. And depending on what it means to you, I'm guessing you you appreciate what you're hearing. Otherwise, you wouldn't stick around and listen. This same thing applies to any other brand. It doesn't matter if you're a manufacturer like Apple. It doesn't matter. I guess they're more of a, a product designer, the manufacturing, the outsource. But let's say a manufacturer like Ford, right? They make vehicles or Tesla. They make vehicles and they're physically manufacturing them. And they have honed their image in the case of Ford over, you know, a century in the case of Tesla over, you know, the last say, you know, 15, 20 years. And, and now when you see that logo, just the logo, whether it's on a vehicle or a magazine or in an airport, just walking by, you get, it conjures up some feelings. Now, uh, because Tesla is relatively new, I'm going to uh, leave that to the side, but Ford has been around for, as I said, a century. There's some people who hate Ford's and they say that Ford, when they see that logo, it means found on road dead, right? That's what the little acronym for Ford means to them. And there's other people, it's like, my grandfather had a Ford, my dad had a Ford, I've got a Ford, and that's how that's how we do it in this family, right? So those are quite different perceptions, but that is how branding works. Uh, I want to take a little bit of a counterintuitive approach to brand image. Um, I want your identity to mean more than the, the logo itself. If there's anything that we've witnessed in the past 20 years uh, with Google kind of running our lives, right? The searches begin and end on Google typically. Google changes their logo freaking every day, right? And in the old days, let's, let's say pre-90s and before, uh, pre-turn of the century, there was a real big book and this still exists at all, all companies, of about what's the logo Pantones, what's the color, what's the acceptable style, size, font, blah, 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 right? All of these things were so rigid. Like at IBM, if you dared to make a different color blue or a different size or even just a different font, then you would be just shellacked by whoever was in, in charge of the, uh, you know, the program at the time. There's no, no room for any sort of error. But Google has, has kind of helped us realize that, you know what, when the brand, when you see kind of the Google mixed into all these various logos that they, they put on their homepage, and they will often change it around holidays or, you know, election days or this or that, uh, it, it really just says, you know what, I see Google in all things, right? That's part of their objective. And my point to you is, if you spend weeks or months on your logo early on, I think you're wasting a bunch of time. That's the counterintuitive part. I think initially you should, you know, um, this is again, how I would do it. You decide how you want to do it. But instead of, you know, getting into all these subtle touch points, you know, about, well, it's got to be this color because this represents royalty or it's got to be this color because this represents happiness. Uh, you know, it's like, just pick something you like 
and move on. Like go get uh, you know a bunch of Upwork or Fiverr people to make you five or six choices. Pick one, get all the iterations of it, every graphic format, every style. You can even animate it, whatever you want to do, and just stick with that and and get moving. I don't want you spending a ton of time on this early on because nobody cares except you. And as much as it may be important downstream and later on, this is not the time to waste a bunch of energy on it. Uh, I remember, you know, we had a logo for one of my companies and we were selling, you know, 40, $50 million at the time. And we had a, a big investment company, a venture capital firm. And they're like, Hey, we want you to go to our, we want you to go to our uh, brand people, your brand identity and imagery people. And so we're like, hey, yeah, we're we're just little, you know, stupid entrepreneurs, and you have two billion dollars under management. You're smart. We're dumb. Let's go listen to them. And they took us to a a really great firm, and they're like, hey, for eighty grand, we'll give you a new logo, and a tagline. Right? <laughs> it's like, well, we already got both of those, so why should I spend eighty grand? And, you know, they, the, the venture capitalists would pat me on the head and go, hey, Steve, uh, you know, hey, little buddy, you just don't understand, you know, how big businesses work. We need to get all that the sensory uh, elements of your brand really tied down so that we can, you know, have a good book and have, you know, consistency among all the different channels we do. And just to be clear, as much as I didn't understand that concept, like why should I spend $80,000 on this? Uh, I, their principles were not wrong at, at the, at the very intellectual level. It's just a question of whether or not we should waste the time and the money on it. Uh, by the way, I when I said, you know, why should we spend 80,000 bucks on this? And they're like, ah, oh, you're burning cash anyway. What's the difference? <laughs> so we had just done a, an infusion of venture capital and we were, you know, doing a, a bunch of expansion and we were burning, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month at least. And, that was the response that uh, just tickled me. It's like, yeah, what's the difference? You're already burning money. So I kind of deferred my judgment. This was a mistake that I made. Instead of me saying, no, this is stupid. We should focus on our, our core business. I was still at that time, the majority holder. I said, well, you know what? I should learn. I should uh, defer my bias and, and step back and learn. And I, I will admit it was a wonderful process and no question the agency, you know, worked really hard and, you know, whether or not I value their um, efforts at the same way they value it, they're a, a top flight, you know, world-class agency. The experience was great. It really did help us pull some of our core brand values out and and helped us brand things like I put my name on it. Like that. that's one of the things that came out of, of that strategy session is, when they would hear us talk about the business and here's how we, you know, created product and brand and here's how we, you know, go to market. They're like, wow, you, you guys really care. It's it's like, you're signing your name to everything that you do. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. And they're like, so you put your name on it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And, and it really resonated. And it actually not only became part of that company, but every company since then. So I'm not, suggesting that it didn't have value. But what I'm telling you is that timing matters and context matters. There's no point in you going and spending $80,000 unless you already have a giant company and you're really trying to say, well, how do we take this thing you know, to the public level and, and getting your ducks in a row uh, ahead of that? 
So my message to you today is I do think that I want your brand image to be locked up, you know, pick one and move on. Then work on your brand identity. Really, what does your brand stand for? That means so much more to me than which font you chose or what color happens to be, you know, the color of periwinkle because that, uh, you know, makes people think of good things. Uh, keep that side of it, I think, uh, for a later date. Get, you know, pick something and, and get on with it. And know that you can change it in the future at any time with virtually no downside, right? Yes, you may have to reprint some literature or signs or packaging or whatever. Uh, and you can just do that kind of on a production basis going forward. But golly, when you watch big companies constantly, you know, phone companies changing their name and making new signs and renaming stadiums, it's all ethereal. It doesn't really matter. So my advice, pick something so you can rally everybody around and then get on with it and focus on identity more so than image. Thank you, everybody. I hope, again, this is valuable. Subscribe, share, save, etc. Please comment. Let us know if this is useful to you. And remember that if you're doing a good job and keeping track of these, this is your roadmap on how you can set up your the subject matter you should be studying and the subject matter you should be training on with your team. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye.